0: Hello and welcome back to the fantasy playmakers. What's up guys? For today, I'm gonna be talking about some of the best landing spots in this year's draft for rookies at each position. So the best spots for quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends to land on. And in my opinion, landing spots are arguably the most important part of a rookie's draft stock in terms of fantasy, because you could have a guy who's one of the most talented guys at that position, but they get drafted in a really unfavorable position, maybe on a team with a really bad offense or just a kind of a brutal franchise overall, and that can just kill their overall draft stock as opposed to a guy who maybe wasn't as talented, was picked even a round or two later, but landed in a really good position and their value just absolutely explodes. So it's really important to look at that landing spot when you're doing your dynasty rookie drafts. If you guys are watching this or listening and enjoying the content, Liking and subscribing would help me out a ton. I would really appreciate that. And also let me know what you guys are thinking in the comments. Do you agree with these landing spots? Are there other landing spots that I didn't mention that you think would be really solid? I'll make sure to reply and get back to you, but let's get into it. At quarterback for the best landing spot, I have the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers are sitting in this draft with the number three pick. So they're likely gonna have the option at quarterback between Mac Jones, Trey Lance, and Justin Fields. I'm expecting Trevor Lawrence to go number one and Zach Wilson to go number two. With the 49ers, you have to start off with head coach Kyle Shanahan. He's a very innovative head coach and has proven to just be a great offensive mind in general. The Niners also have a great offensive line and they've also shown the willingness this off season to maintain it. They re-signed Trent Richardson to the largest offensive line contract on a per year basis. So they went out and they reestablished that offensive line, which is great to see. That's really important for a young quarterback to come in and have a lot of time back there. The 49ers also have a really, really solid run game to complement the passing game, which is important. You don't wanna be putting all the pressure on the quarterback to kind of make all those big plays. If you have a solid running game, it really creates balance in your offense. And you cannot forget the great weapons that the 49ers have. You got to start off with George Kittle, arguably the best all around tight end in the NFL, and definitely in the top three in terms of pass catching. And then you pair him with two really solid young receivers in Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. And that is a great situation for a rookie quarterback to come into. And this next thing I'm going to talk about could really go either way in terms of being a negative or a positive for the 49ers situation, but this rookie quarterback may not have to come in and start right away you still have jimmy garoppolo there and so maybe that quarterback sits a year develops behind garoppolo who i think the 49ers still think has a chance to take them deep into the playoffs you see guys like patrick mahomes sat behind alex smith for a year and then came out the next year and just set the nfl on fire so that's something that could really help a quarterback in the long run obviously it wouldn't be ideal for season long leagues because they'd be pretty much useless but in terms of dynasty you could really kind of boost a guy's overall ability in that one year where he's able to sit behind a proven NFL quarterback. When I'm looking at the rookies who could possibly be selected by the 49ers, I think landing with the 49ers would just help their stock tremendously in terms of rookie dynasty rankings. If you're looking at a guy like Justin Fields, I think if he gets picked here at that number three slot, I think there's an argument that he's competing with Trevor Lawrence for that number one slot. And I think they're both in the same tier just because of how good of a landing spot this is. Then when I think of a Trey Lance, I think he definitely has a claim to that number two slot. I think if Justin Fields lands in a bad position, Trey Lance could easily slot in at that number two. And then a guy like Mac Jones is a little bit harder just because he really does not have the same ceiling as a Justin Fields or a Trey Lance, but he becomes just a much more, I think, consistent option, a very safe pick in my opinion now moving on to running backs i have the miami dolphins and i would also just like to give an honorable mention to the 49ers because i think they also apply to the running back position if they go out and they get a guy in the first couple rounds and we're hearing that that guy's likely going to take over the backfield i think you have to be super high on them for all the reasons i just mentioned with the 49ers but i wanted to change it up and talk about a different team so we're going to be talking about the dolphins who desperately want a workhorse running back i think you saw that last year with how they played their running backs and also this offseason where they really were interested in signing aaron jones but didn't get the opportunity to give him an offer because he was locked up by the packers before the legal tampering period miles gaskin really took over the backfield last year and it kind of came out of nowhere he was a seventh round pick in 2019 and he really didn't have any hype around him going into the 2020 season You know, sometimes when this happens, you'll hear about it in training camp. You know, this guy's really producing well. The coaches really like him. You didn't really hear that out of the Dolphins training camp, but Gaskin came in and was super effective. He didn't even start every game, but in the games he played in, he averaged 14.2 carries per game and 4.7 targets. That target number is super impressive, and that's something you really want to see at the running back position. And it's good to know that Tua really is going to feed his running backs out there So I think if the dolphins go out and they draft a naji harris a travis etienne even a javante williams I think that really gives them a claim at that number one running back position for dynasty rankings And it'll be interesting to see because I do think the dolphins would be really interested in picking one of these top tier running backs They're sitting there with the number six pick where I think they definitely go offense Maybe a jamar chase maybe a panay sewell But then they have the 18th pick and that's a slot where I think they could either trade back from or maybe they trade up with their second round pick and go out there and draft one of these top running backs. But if the Dolphins don't go out and pick a running back I'm likely going to be pretty high on Miles Gaskin this year just because of his ceiling he has as the potential workhorse there again and I think he's probably going to be undervalued uh, if he does go into the year as the starter. Now we have the wide receiver position and for this slot i'm going to talk about two different teams It's going to be the packers and the tennessee titans to start off with the packers You have Devonte adams there who's the clear-cut number one receiver arguably the best receiver in the nfl I'd probably say he's the best But the packers really haven't had anyone step up and claim that number two role in their offense And when i'm looking at the packers offense, it is more than efficient enough To support two top 15 receivers you've seen offenses like the atlanta falcons support calvin ridley and julio jones there are definitely teams that can support kind of two top options if the passing game is good enough and the packers passing game is definitely good enough i think for whatever rookie could come in here it just immediately takes a lot of the pressure off them because they don't have to go out there and be the best guy in the field they can get that second tier coverage behind a guy like Devonte adams when you're looking at rookie wide receivers you really want them to be paired with great quarterbacks because that really just elevates their ceiling and boosts their overall potential for the current year and just for their future in general now to talk about the tennessee titans the titans had a rough free agency this year they lost Corey davis adam humphreys and johnny smith all in free agency and they only signed josh reynolds who I don't think even comes close to making up the production of even a Corey Davis. Those three pass catchers that the Titans lost made up 43% of Tannehill's passing yards and 45% of his touchdowns. I mentioned this in my last video where I was talking about top bus candidates. Tannehill was on that list, but that could change if they go out and draft a high-end wide receiver prospect, potentially in the first round. A rookie wide receiver has the real opportunity to step right into the number two role behind A.J. Brown. And you really saw Corey Davis step into that role last year. And if I'm being honest, I don't think Corey Davis is a super special wide receiver. I just think he was in a great spot where he could go and come in and be the guy right behind A.J. Brown in an offense that didn't have many weapons, which was just gonna end up getting him the ball a bunch. So in 14 games last year, Davis caught 65 passes for 984 yards and five touchdowns. So I think you could see a guy like Terrace Marshall and Elijah Moore, maybe Rashad Bateman, get picked in this first round by the Titans and really just step in and produce right away and be one of the best fantasy wide receivers from this 2021 draft class. All right, now for the tight end position. I focused on teams that were in the range to draft Kyle Pitts just because The other tight ends in this draft class are pretty much a crapshoot and aren't really expected to come in and produce right away so i wanted to focus on a team that had a legit shot at drafting kyle pitts who's the top tight end prospect in this draft one of the top prospects just overall he's basically a lock to go top 10 and it's looking like he's gonna go top five this year but so i'm gonna go with the atlanta falcons and i think kyle pitts could step right into this falcons offense Which is already very explosive and produced right away the falcons were number five in pass yards per game last year so they've proven they want to go out and they want to throw the ball the falcons have also gone out and hired the titans former offensive coordinator arthur smith who we saw use a lot of play action to set up the passing game and that really led to a super efficient titans offense and you also saw arthur smith use johnny smith pretty creatively So you know that he wants to use his tight ends, which would be a great sign for Kyle Pitts. And he could come in and not be the main focus of the offense. He'd be playing behind Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, who would take a lot of the pressure off of Pitts. And I think you also have to look at how Hayden Hurst was used in their offense last year. Hurst caught 56 passes for 571 yards and six touchdowns. And in half PPR formats, he was number 11 in total points. And to be honest. I don't think hayden hurst is really anything special at the tight end position i just really think that's how valuable this tight end slot in their offense can be and so that's why i think pitts who's much more talented than hayden hurst could feast right away in this lineup and really break out in his rookie year as a tight end which is something we rarely see in the nfl all right guys so these are the best landing spots i think are out there for rookies at each position going into this nfl draft Make sure you guys keep an eye on where these rookies are landing. It could really affect their draft stock in a big, big way. But thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, if you guys could like and subscribe if you enjoy the content, that would help me out a lot and I would really appreciate it. But thank you guys for listening. See you next time.